0: Have you or anyone you know ever been emotionally destroyed by a book?
1: Have you ever got the feels for a fictional character?
2: Have you ever been hungover after an all-night book binge? Then pull up a seat, pour yourself a glass, and hang
1: on to your Kindle. This This is Drinking Drinking Ink! Hey friends, Brittany here. Before we jump into the episode, I just wanted to drop in with a note on our content. While books are for everyone, this podcast was created for adult audiences only. We advise listener and reader discretion as we will likely delve into difficult and sometimes triggering content often seen in literature, such as graphic depictions of violence, frank portrayals of sexuality, discussion of mental illness, and existential struggle. And on occasion, some downright filthy language. It might be a lot to take in, so if you need a breather, take a break, or come back later. We'll be here for you because you read so much i don't expect you to remember everything
0: (laughs) (laughs) i will i will say i have finally gotten to the ice home it's ice home number 14 we officially have the first bisexual chick on the beach and she is hooking up with the daddy dom sock
1: okay but i'm not i'm not there so (laughs) i'm literally i just finished barbarian lover like two weeks ago i read it in an afternoon so i could leave it with my mother because i left her the first two ice planet books so that she had some summer reading
0: (laughs) i was just sitting there thinking i was like why did it take you 30 plus books for us to finally get here ruby like come on
1: well i mean it started as a serial so
0: i mean my my book was supposed to be a standalone one and done and now it's it's way there's so much more
1: All right. So current reads, what are you currently reading? I am currently reading Moon, Witch, Spider King. And oh my God, my brain is, is farting on who the author is. Marlon James. I think his name is one second. I'm just going to check.
0: I have a lot of books going.
1: Marlon James. It is Marlon James. And it is really, really good. But prior to that, I think over the span of three weeks, I did nothing but read rom-com after rom-com after rom-com. Like I read um The X Hex, which was so cute. So cute. And I'm not gonna lie that I spent the first half of the book going, like, I feel like I'm reading about resand. Why does this feel like an SJM fanfic? But yes, it right? really got over that. It like it got over that fairly quickly. But like in the beginning, all I could see in my brain was Mr. Lint picking resand. And that's how I know I'm like. I really need to get off of SJM book talk.
0: <laughs> when I first read it last year, when it was in the book uh, the book of the month box, I like started it and it said like resand and then we got the citrus and spice and I was like, are we really going there? And he's Welsh. Yes. Oh gosh.
1: Um, and then like I was on an Emily Henry kick before that. So I read like book lovers. Oh, I wrote, I read, um, I read get a life, like get a life, Chloe Brown. <laughs> which was so great i want the rest of the other ones i just ha- they don't have them in my local store and so i have to order them and that takes a long time and then uh i devoured three tessa bailey books in 72 hours i read uh, it happened one summer hook line and sinker and love her or lose her now i need to go back to my store and buy "Fix Her up which is the other one in that series
2: <laughs> i haven't read "Fix Her up yet um but I read like the Tessa Bailey books back when they first, like when they came out, the Hook, Line, and Tinker. And the other one, it happened one summer. And I love them. I just finished Killer Vacation. Oh, oh, that book.
1: They don't have it at my Reno Bray. So I'm going to have to order it on online, but I'm really
0: excited. I'm debating, I, I'm debating killer vacation. Like I, I'll oh be, God. I'll be going into some bookstores um, next week. And, you know, if I happen to see it, I'll probably grab it. But like one
2: of my favorite lines, this is not spoiling anything, but it's like one of my favorite lines and I put it in, in the discord and it, literally you have the emotional capacity of a banana. <laughs> <laughs> or the like it, oh it's, it's hilarious why
0: banana though like i don't know banana that like, have a bigger capacity than like an apple or an she, orange
2: she's literally just talking to this guy and like they're having like a heated conversation and she's just like you have the emotional capacity of a banana like just just Sounds like something she- i'd
1: say in an argument to my husband
2: Right. Like she's a very hyperactive, like an energetic second grade teacher. Like she's this, <laughs> I love, I love this. I love her so much. Like Taylor is such a oh my funny gosh. character.
1: Can I say though, and I mean, maybe this just means that this type of smut is not meant for me. I would have seriously rated all of those books, like four stars on Goodreads, like hands down. And they're like less a star because it's not like, there's nothing complicated about it, but they were just really well-written rom-coms. I rated mm-hmm. them all three stars because I could not get over her usage of baby, baby girl and the the dirty talk. And like, I love, I love dirty talk. Okay, don't get me wrong. Like, I like that, but every time one of the characters was like, da, 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 baby, I just was like, I, I could it was like instantly pulled out of the story. And I was so mad because I was like, I had to like skip over dialogue during those scenes because I was getting so annoyed. Because I've I learned to ignore
2: it. some of Tessa Bailey's wording. Like I've learned I've <laughs> had to kind of ignore it because if you don't, you won't be able to fully like engage in the story itself because I understand what you're talking about. And yes, like there are times when I have cringed at some of the wording that Tessa Bailey uses and it's I'm just like, just like Honey no, girl. like, <clears throat> no, please stop. <clears throat> like, oh, <"Oof." clears throat> you know? And so, uh, yeah, no, I completely understand what you mean. And that is something I've had to learn how to ignore in Tessa Bailey's works because if I'm not, I would get annoyed too much. <laughs> some guys they just they really want a dirty talk but so they just they're not they, they don't they don't got it they don't got it although killer vacation i did find it was a little like it was better than some like for that like that kind of cringeworthy talk like it was better than some of her past work, So i feel oh, like she is
1: like hook line and sinker was not as bad as it happened one summer <laughs> and lover lover or lose her was like the worst of the worst like of <laughs> yeah. all of the, the three tessa bailey books that i've read but i will like it was the one thing that really just pulled me right out of the story and i was like right. though my top read and i know y'all are gonna laugh at me no you're not gonna laugh at me has been barbarian lover like so far this summer barbarian lover is just like top tier for me i felt there was a lot more plot which that's you know, that's a
0: hako and kira isn't it that's a hako and kira yeah
1: oh
2: yeah i love
0: love that one it's so good ahako is carrying that that oh Oh my god he carries that whole thing on his shoulders no spoilers but the gift he gave her oh my (laughs) goodness oh my
1: i was sitting at a table with my mother and her friend and i had to say all right mom i'm gonna read something to you because it is just I'm, i'm trying to convince her to read these books i'm like and she's like, well, I don't like things that are really smutty. Like, I don't just like smut for the sake of smut. I'm like, you will like these books because they are hilarious. And this is why. And I, I read her the scene where Ehako gives his gift to oh, Kira. Gosh. And I was like, he's not the for When I read it, I was like, he's not he's that's not what I think it is. It is. Oh, oh, but it is.
0: And, <laughs> here's, oh. here's the thing, though, is is one of the things that makes Ice Home and Ice Planet Barbarians so cute. Is the the literalness of the Sakui? They just they don't get these right. little human intricacies. He was so proud of that, and he didn't get why it was
1: weird. Like, like, I think what I love about all of them is they're like they're trying so hard, right, and failing so miserably,
2: <laughs> and right? they don't I love understand
1: it. why. And all of the girls are like, um.
2: <sighs> eh how do I how do I make you not offended but also <laughs> tell you why this is weird
0: <laughs> you know oh, but yeah Ahaka ah- was a good one
1: he he's so adorable one. I am curious to find out what happens to Harlow like I am excited to see what happens
0: oh I have a I have oh no, I, goodness no spoilers, you love it. No spoilers no, but Harlow's story is one of my top faves And she's, I believe that's
1: the book that's being re-released with the new covers in September because I am reading them as the new covers come out because I don't digital read. So I'm buying the covers as they come out. And I asked the girl at Chapters, I was like, please tell me, like, do you think they're gonna do all of these? Like, cause it looks like they're releasing them every three months. And she's like, well, we can't keep them on the shelves. So I think, I think they will. (laughs)
0: because i was like please tell me i'm gonna be able to keep buying these she's still she's still publishing ice home books um one just came out this summer i think it was sam's secret um and another one's coming out either late august or september which is like Florence fiasco or something so she's still going on with like the the spinoff series for it okay and i'm I'm sitting there with like how how do you still keep having stories
2: to go right like this woman has so much information in her head
1: oh my gosh but that was that was my that's that so far has been my like number five summer read top five like five star that's what I've been reading and I've loved everything else so um Kevin just
0: like let's do Rebecca
1: last because Rebecca reads like 600 books in a month she
2: does um (laughs) (laughs) Which is understandable because if I was like not as like mentally like everywhere right now, I probably would be reading more. My brain has just been like like on vacation apparently. Um what so I've like I have read like how many have I read? I've read maybe like 10 books this summer, something like that, maybe more because like I don't always get it updated. And I also do Kindle Unlimited, so it does not always like update it on here. Um because I've been Reading a lot more phys- like, like on my phone than I have physical books, but I read this one book. Um, what is it? It was like a modern ad- adaptation of like little woman, but it's about um what it's Amy and it, it, Beth and Amy. And it was so cute. It's called, what is it? Where is it? It's somewhere in my bookcase. I'm will bring it up, but literally it's it's the cutest thing ever. Meg, not Meg. And I didn't realize this until after I read the book, but she also did like she wrote a book on Meg and Joe as well. I, yes. don't, I don't
1: I don't know who that author. I don't know who that is.
2: By Virginia Cantra. I actually got this book from the dollar store. <laughs> like for three dollars, like the doll dollar I like dollar plus. Um, it is so so good. It's 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 about like it's about Amy and Beth March, and basically, it, if they were more like a modern, uh, modern day setting in North Carolina. Also oh, like a retelling of Little Women? Yeah, a retelling of Little Women, but in a modern day sense, and it's only it's more focused on Amy and Beth because you know how they usually like focus on Joe the most. oh yeah 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 she did write one on megan joe but i found this one and didn't realize that until after i read the book it was a really good book it was so cute
1: that is interesting that you got that at dollarama because i was just there today three dollars look books and i was like
2: three dollars no they're like legitimate like oh it was great like i have been also reading a lot of like like the ice planet barbarian books this and i think i'm up to like i am reading right currently right now i'm reading what's what's her name um tiffany tiffany and i honestly like i just can't i can't get into this one it just personally just because of like my own you know like triggers within certain readings but but like i freaking love like i i Planet barbarians their books have just been so good
1: you just started reading those recently too didn't you
2: yeah. And I've gotten all the way up to TIFFs. So like, I think book six. Yeah. Book six. So I've read them pretty fast because I just literally will sit down in one sitting and just devour it whole because it's just like the Like
1: Ice Planet Barbarians is like the equivalent of like a McDonald's Happy Meal. Like, right. <laughs> inhale, done, gone.
0: <laughs> right. Like it's just, it's I great. Like, I like reading them when I'm like in a slump and I don't know what to read next, and I just I just want something quick and fun to get through to like give me like a sense of accomplishment to like motivate me to go read something right. else. That's when you pick up
2: when the ice planets. Yeah, and like so, and one I just read that's like not ice a barbarians, but it's um. So I saw this like trailer on Netflix for this you know adaptation called Purple Hearts, and I realized it was based on a book, and I'm just like, okay, well I'm like I have to wait to see this movie so I might as well you know read the book and see what it's like and so I read the book and then I watched the movie and I'm just like there's so many differences like not bad differences but there's one part that I just like got so annoyed with and like this is something that is written in like it's not a spoiler but um she is diagnosed with diabetes in like uh, in the book and she's diagnosed with type two and she's not like overweight like it doesn't like she's in the, the way she sounds in the book, like you can tell she's like, like a mid-sized woman. But in the movie, they change it to type one. And I'm like, you would never realistically at 26 years old miss that you're type one diabetic actually unless it's like a very rare case
1: well I have people that I know like my cousin uh was a type one diabetic fell into a coma for two weeks at like 32 and uh it was a diabetic coma it was a type one diabetic he just they don't know what caused it it was just Mm -hmm. his immune system went point and it was over but I would see how, like, if you were reading that, that would be really yeah. frustrating. Like, if because read you read the book and you watch the movie, like, you'd be like, well, wait a minute, that's a key change. Now, I understand why they might have changed that because type two is typically weight induced and or has to do with your your body, like your pancreas function, like going down, if I understand correctly. And see, type one is more like genetically speaking from birth.
2: So for my, cause I used to be a diabetic, like I was a type two. And what I learned about, about being diabetic is that there's a lot more similarities between type one and two that they found that people don't actually aren't aware of because they're not educated. Um, like, obviously there's, there is key differences, but the biggest part for me in like seeing like the books to the movie, cause often movies are never as good as the books. Um, and it was just like, because she, she's always had like, like we're well not always, but like she's diagnosed like 27 with type one in the movie whereas she's actually like diagnosed with type two at normal weight and the thing with type two is that it wasn't it was partially genetic because there is a genetic aspect in type two and it's more and more people in life nowadays are actually being diagnosed with type two and being like perfectly like skinny um, because there is, there's also the case of like, if you don't, your, your body doesn't always make insulin properly or is like resistant to your insulin, but there's like a whole bunch of information that I could go on, but I won't. Cause like there's, it's way too much. Um, but that, yeah, just for me, like that was, that was like, I'm like a key part of her as like a character was this new diagnosis that she has and they changed it there's other things they changed but it was a really good story like to begin with because essentially um she's married like she's in a marriage of convenience because of her health issues because like she needs medical insurance and he's got his own reasons but we don't find out about them until later and i won't say what they are oh
1: this is a military romance yes it's
2: it's a military romance and it was very like it was very like endear, like it was very very good oh like it just hit me in the feels because this guy and like they don't like each other from the get-go they just like (laughs) not but like they're just like decided to like literally like a few days before he has to ship out they get married
1: well i mean that's that's the stereotype of the average american military man at least from my understanding being a canadian military spouse
2: yeah, that. but it's just like, it's just, it's so, it, like, it was so endearing, like, but because it, it was different. Like, there was things in the book that were different compared to the movie that I did appreciate them taking out because I just was like, uh- mm- iffy, you know. Um, but again, like, movies are never going to be the same as the book. It's always going to be.
1: Oh, the books are always going to be so much better than the movies. Right. Usually speaking.
2: Honestly, that like, yeah, like, I just, I had a lot of, like, it was yeah, a lot of like, I, like I read like another Marine's um Marine one on Kindle because like Kindle is Kindle. I feel there's probably ones I'm missing that I've read this this summer that like Kindle Limited just like didn't. But I did read some fantasy actually this summer, of the um because of actually TikTok um recommended this like, what is it the um this Faye book? It was a, a basically like the fae invade
1: These modern the modern vows
2: no 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 Broken um, bonds i
1: think that's
2: let
1: what it's me called. It's, by a,
2: it's by alessa thorn i'm gonna i'm gonna look her up just okay. give me a second
1: because um, i i have to get caught up on my tiktok recommendations i'm still trying to get through prior of the orange tree tried the audiobook of that absolutely not The narrator has a beautiful voice. Her voice is amazing.
2: Oh, okay. The Fey universe. So Kiss of the Blood Prince I read, Heart of the Winter Prince, and Wings of the Night Prince. Oh, it's so beautiful. Like, and it was a TikTok video that somebody, you know, put up. I don't know if it was her, the author specifically, but it was like, would you read this book if based on just like the aesthetic of it, like this video, and it was kind of like a combination of like the three books combined into one TikTok video. And I'm just like, I need. I need to read this and so I I read so much money
0: because of movie little
2: tiktoks (laughs) like that so kindle unlimited had it so I was able to read it on kindle unlimited and not spend any money which was great um but oh my goodness I read these books in literally like the span of of two or three days oh now I know all the other books I read I read this like book of like 10 stories in one in like the span of two days that's why like I was blanking on that that was another one that but yeah, no, this, oh my goodness, it was so good. And then it had two like spinoff ones with like some of the characters from those books, but it's basically about like Faye invading the modern day world. Um, Cause you know, there's always like different lore about Faye and, and basically like the Faye have been banished because of somebody else's stupidity. Um, and like they were like overthrown by people they thought were allies. It's really good. And I highly recommend it if you guys like <laughs> fantasy um, by Alessa, so- Alessa Thorne. Oh my goodness. Like I could not put these things down. There is Faded Mates as like part of like kind like of the main trope. Main tropes is Faded Mates, but it's actually like realistically done in a sense that like, you're just sitting there like, yeah, like, no, no, I understand why they're not not telling this. Like, um, And it's like, there's like one of the one of the female main characters in the second book is like, um, I think her name is Freya. And she's like a kick ass Norwegian, like girl, she is. I loved her. She like, she's not like this short, petite girl, like she's like this big, strong, you know, like Norse Viking, essentially. Mm. And I loved her character because she's like, doesn't take anything from anyone. Like she's, oh, she's beautiful. Like, I loved it. Like the first one is this girl that's like a historian from London. Like it's set in like Europe. Um, And like, she's a historian and she's like taken. She's like, what the heck is going on? Like, and she's very like literary and which is why I loved her. And then the third girl is like, She's sent to basically like, like, she's like basically a bounty hunter for her family. She's sent to go like retrieve this, the third Faye, and, and essentially like bring him to her mother. And like, because you think she's gonna have him killed, but like, oh my goodness, such a good trilogy! Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, and yeah, I just oh, like. I can tell you're still processing. This is <laughs> why TikTok is dangerous for book recommendations because you will, I will read anything they show me. Basically.
1: Oh my gosh.
2: Oh.
1: Like that meme, that uh, Futurama meme. Shut up and take my money. <laughs> no. Even though I have <laughs> none. Like take it. <laughs> yes. All right, it Rebecca, so it's your bad. turn. Give us the rundown. How many? First and foremost, how many books have you read this summer?
0: um if we count up to what i've finished today it is 103
1: i just (laughs) i i i i mean even i read fast but not that fast i applaud you because i i was proud of myself for getting through like five books in a span of like two and a half to three weeks because i'm a like sit down one session reader so like that you've read that many books is like hats off to you now I don't expect you to tell us all obviously i was all so proud of my 20
0: <laughs> well i read multiple books at a time like right now i have like three books going um no we can't go through all of them but i'll give you okay i'll give you the highlight ones so i've read like three ice plant barbarians i'm on ice home series and i'm like reaching the end if there is an end i don't know like i said <laughs> she keeps putting she keeps putting books out um we'll never know I did read "It Happened One Summer" and "Hook, Line, and Sinker." I I liked "It Happened One Summer" better. Really, I liked "Hook, Line, hook, and Sinker" better. Hook, Line, and I, Sinker I, was I, my
2: my go-to. I'm sorry, that's it's better. Uh, Fox I, is more
0: entertaining than Brendan, but as a story overall, I like "It Happened One Summer" a little no, better. I, um, I
2: love Fox. Fox is oh. um, okay.
1: I will give you like the storyline, like that felt more Netflix, like Netflix movie-esque to me in terms of like, I can visually see it happening in my brain with It Mm -hmm. Happened One Summer, whereas Hook, Line, and Sinker was a lot more conceptual. But I loved Cook um, and singer so like much. Fox it's as so a main as a character was right. way more entertaining than Brendan. Like did way you ever more. get Cassian
2: vibes coming from Fox? Cause like,
0: oh my goodness, that man. You know what? The moment I the moment I related Fox to Cassian was when he got out that ginger oil and he was so proud <laughs> yes! of his sport. Oh gosh. Oh my
2: goodness. Literally. King. Oh, <laughs> that, oh gosh. That like, was the moment I was like. Hannah Always. in that book is like she it was so relatable because she had time was so awkward and you're just like I understand this completely because I would have done the same thing you oh know my
1: mm-hmm. oh my god
0: so I read those two I read Neon Gods and Electric Idol I yes! like Electric I, I liked the Electric Idol better I really Please tell me Electric Idol Neon was god. so good Eros oh my gosh I, I would so simp for days so over that boy uh, I read Scarred by Emily McIntyre. I completely skipped hooked, but I read Scarred. It was really good. I loved it.
1: Okay, okay. I know yeah. I've been that's the uh, the pirate Peter Pan and then like the Disney kind of
0: like Scarred is a Lion King. Lion King, one. One. yeah. Oh
2: it okay. was so many Disney like great.
0: retellings. It's Adult crazy. Disney.
2: Yeah, there's yeah. so many of them. I, out I there. don't
0: know why this year became the let's retell all the Disney stories right? dirty. That's
1: because everyone years. writing them is 30 to 35 years old. Okay, maybe I'm, I'm estimating, but I'm, maybe I'm
0: they're writing like 25, like 25. I'm writing them, and I have three of them
2: coming out this year. <laughs> and we're like, everyone we need to like relive like our childhood. Everyone's just like, it's like Disney this, Disney here, Disney there, everywhere.
0: I read Teach Me by Olivia Day. That one was really good. Oh, um, it's so good. Yeah, it's one of her lesser known works. <laughs> I did get to Book Lovers. That one was cute. I, I got
1: loved Book Lovers so much.
0: Oh, it was. Oh, I loved it. Uh, there was Game of Retribution, I did read. I was not a fan of it. That was Game the of first retribution. one. Game uh, St. Clair. Oh. oh. I, I gave is, up. Is that the Hades like, perspective? It's a Hades one. And yeah, it's in his perspective. This is the first one where I was like, you know what? This I didn't really feel this one. I reread The Darkness Outside of Us by elliot schriefer which is not very commonly known on Book Talk, i really wish it was it is fantastic it is a diverse like science fiction space type story and i'm not a big first like a space person mm-hmm. but oh my god is it is great i really wish book talk would get into it
2: there's so many books out there that i wish book talk would get into and they don't you're just like you're missing out on so much yes there was oh beautiful gosh. little fools that by
0: who is that by something canter which is a kind of a great Gatsby retelling, but it's told from the perspective of all the main women in the story. And it's basically like, you know, did did George Wilson really kill Gatsby or was it a cover up from one of these women? Um, it was fantastic. Yeah. I reread A Court of Silver Flames and I buddy read it with two people who'd never in their life read it. And I got to experience the roller coaster of emotions they went on <laughs> as they read it. And I, I love I was, that book. What's so funny is my mother is reading that book
1: right this minute.
0: Oh, I, I kept getting asked questions. Is this going to happen? Are they really doing it? I was like, I'm not saying right? anything.
2: Right. Right. Keep,
0: keep going.
2: Because reading it after you've read Crescent City, you're like, so much makes sense now.
0: Yes. Um, I read The Beast Heart by Leigh Shawcross. It is a Beauty and the Beast retelling told from the Beast perspective. It was actually very good. It's uh, really close to the original French Beauty and the Beast story. So it's oh, not like the okay. Disney story at all. So if if you're familiar with the Disney story, you're going to see a lot of new things in this particular one. And there's also a movie. It's it's French. So you're going to have to subtitle read it if you watch it. I can um, watch it just fine. Has it been
2: like dubbed? Some movies have been du- are dubbed. So she can change the audio. I don't know if it's dubbed. When
0: I watched it, I watched it in subtitles because it is in French, but it's based off the original Beauty and the Beast as well. Hmm. Both of them are fantastic. I read Laura Olympus volume two. Uh, it was all right. I feel like I'm not really here for the long run on that series. I just this past week read The Never King. I don't know what on earth I got into with that one. That Is was that the something. one that's by
1: Jay Kristoff?
0: No, the Nikki St. Crow, The Never King. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, I've heard of that. I don't think I've read it yet, but I've heard I of knew it. I knew it was a smutty Peter Pan, but it, apparently it's a reverse harem, and I did not expect <laughs> that one
1: well and uh, speaking quickly real, real quickly on reverse harem have you guys seen the discourse on book talk in regards to calling it instead of using the term reverse harem using the term white choose or polyam because reverse harem has um like is steeped in orientalism and otherness and then like the idea of like a consort in the harem is kind of very based in the
0: so why give it like a special title why don't you just call it flat out oh it's a poly story
1: well, I think they're saying like, why choose? Because that's kind of like, what are the, the, the concept behind the, the, the terminology is like, why does the heroine have to choose which person they're going to be with versus a polyam, which is like multiple people agreeing to engage in a relationship together.
2: Hmm. Understandable. I just don't read reverse harem. It's never really been my thing, but under yeah, no, I understand why. Yeah.
1: Just curious. Cause that's, that's like all that's been on my FYP the last couple of days. So
0: i haven't seen it
2: i feel I mean, like
0: i feel like overall maybe people would understand what reverse harem means more than poly but at the same time it's like we're gonna just say oh well, we'll just call it a poly relationship it's a poly story
1: <laughs> well i just i think that that's fair from a representation like if we're being told that something sounds harmful the least we can do is listen to why yeah, yeah
2: exactly i mean i know in my book like my book song, lately i've like been seeing like a lot of issues with like people being frustrated about not having representation of like uh, plus size or mid, like bigger sized women in like main characters. And there was like people, like there was a bullying going on. And I'm just like, I understand why you'd be frustrated because I am considered like a mid plus size woman. And I would love to see more representation in books. So like the fact, like, cause, and I saw this one video where this this girl was saying how she wants there to be more like concrete, you know, Make it evident that this character is plus size because it's really frustrating when you have mid you have people like characters like you know like Bryce or who else was it? Um, there was another one. Um, Poppy. Yeah, Bryce and Poppy, and you know you can't. It's very very like ambiguous whether or not that they're plus size or like just like curvy um, or just like a mid size curvy. Um, with, like, like according.
0: Hip according to like the 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 fashion people at least i know here in america once you hit that size 10 you're a plus size so you could be like a size 10 to 16 which is kind of normal for the american woman to be in that size range but you're considered plus size and i think a lot of uh books are leaning towards that's kind of like what we're talking about for plus size
2: but i get what you want like when we're talking plus size like i want an 18, want, 20 girl like like, give me like some so yeah. by, by technical definition anyone that is t- size 10 to size 16 or so is like mid-size but if you're like 16 and up like that's considered plus size by like like fat like clothing definition at least from someone who's worked in the fashion industry before like um from my own experience of like what i've learned so but yeah you want someone who's gonna like be like that's not just like an average sized woman. Like you want to be able to relate to what you're reading about. And that's why it's like, like I've done Bryce Cosplay. Cause you know, like, you know what? Bryce is probably closer to my size than people want to actually admit to. So I'm going to freaking do the Bryce Cosplay. You know, like. I want, I want a plus sized main character
0: girl who's grown up either in the normal world and it's like a portal fantasy. She's in the Fey world. Or she's grown up in like a more privileged standing and now she's out in the wilderness with, you know, this hot guy, dude. And she's like, I don't know how to ride a horse. And he's like, what do you mean you don't know how to ride a horse? I I never had to ride a horse. I want someone
2: realistically presented Uh, in a book like-
0: Then you might
1: very well like my, well, you might like the rom-com that I'm writing because in this rom-com, she is a plus size Colombian woman. Yes. But it's the guy that doesn't know how to use power tools. It's the guy that doesn't know how to do all of (laughs) The, yes. the hard menial labor oh, she has it. to show him because she's oh the one that gosh. has the years of experience right. doing it all
2: or, or like <laughs> i remember seeing a discourse on uh like people were right in this facebook avatar group about you know someone talked about like elaine and nesta and you know some of the people imagine them as bigger and there was like a whole like you know they didn't like that like oh, like reader interpretation shouldn't be, you know, individual, it should be whatever the author's writing. And honestly, it's like, when I hear people like, like i referenced Nesta in what I would, like my comment and I said, you know what? Nesta is probably not skinny like you think she is. Like Sarah J. Macias describes her as having like a bigger chest and like, but the thing is when you are working out as, as intensely as Nesta is, as, as like, you know, as a Valkyrie, you're going to pack on a lot of muscle, like a lot of it. And so, like the way I see Nesta, the way she described her, it's like this girl is probably going to be quite curvy, even if she doesn't make it evidently known as that, because it's physically impossible to have muscle on your body and not be and be tiny.
1: Ah, uh, mm. I don't know. I think there's a few there's a few bodybuilders with think It depends on your bone structure. Very much your bone structure.
2: Like yeah. some
0: women can pack on muscle and still be kind of like thin figured. And then some can have like more curves and then the muscle, I don't know. My This is all, this is one of the reasons why I hang in there when it comes to from blood and ash. And that is how Castile is absolutely just obsessed with the fact that Poppy is like curvy and a bit squishy. And he's like, I don't care. It is fantastic.
1: I'm right? sorry, I cannot, I cannot forgive JLA. For not ending this series a book and a half ago because it right? literally could have been because i am just i'm i literally i gave my books i gave my books away i gave them to my sister i said you were gonna like it i'm keeping a shadow in the ember because i have some hope that maybe this might not take six books to finish but i gave away my from blood and ash i said you know what i have I, sorry we're breaking up Send i can't justify
2: sister. putting my books on a bookshelf and taking up the space when it's just like I am literally still in in like a crown of gilded bones, and I I have no motivation whatsoever to pick it up and actually finish it. Just so I you know.
0: I only hang in there for Castile. If Castile disappeared, I would be I would be going with him. Well, well then what were you
1: doing with the War to Queens? He was gone for like forty percent of the book.
0: There was some. Pers- uh, I would have DNF'd that book, but we got chapters from his perspective, and that was okay. the only thing. That was the only there. thing held. I was old holding on for, but. See, that's one of those situations can that can tie back to writing uh and why you need an editor like obviously jla is like the big one we mentioned no hate against her but there's a lot of indie authors out there with the same predicament oh going on they that don't is why have so many
2: books i will put down because i can't i just can't
0: they don't have someone there to tell them hey Let's fix this plot. Let's condense it down like some series. And that's one of the reasons why I'm so finicky about continuing on with these last two books in my own series is, is that going to be too long? Do we really need it? Or can we just end it here and let it all just, everybody just fantasized about what came after
2: right and and the thing I love about certain authors is what they'll do with novellas is they'll have it so they aren't necessarily you don't have to read them you won't miss anything crucial if you don't read the novellas but they're there if you want to and they'll add a little bit more to what like the main storyline if you do choose to read them which is what I love about some of my favorite authors that do that
1: that's fair I can see that
2: but yeah I get it Oh, there's so many. There's so many things I feel like we could talk about when it comes to, you know, like ways that we would change books or things that Oh my God, be done that better. is an episode all on, on its own. Right? Did you
1: finish telling us what your other highlights were, Rebecca? We got totally side Uh, where were we? Talking about the books that you read this summer.
0: We oh, got so distracted. I guess, oh, oh no. We were talking about the Never King and then we got into the reverse harem scenario. Yes,
1: um, I distracted everything. Sorry.
0: So I read Never King. There was Go Hex Yourself that I recently finished. It was adorable. Uh, that was like the big ones. Okay, today I finished Everything is Okay, which is a graphic comic novel by Debbie Tongue. And it actually doesn't come out until the end of September. I read an arc, but it was really good. And it gives like a representation of what it's like living with depression. And as somebody with bipolar disorder, it hit home. So I highly recommend that one come the end of September. Um, when that comes yeah. out. I love it
2: when you can find books like that.
0: I, it's, it's probably considered a cheat and I totally did count it in my Goodreads, <laughs> but I also read The Beast Mercy because we were working through the edits this summer, but I had to read through the whole book again and since it's listed on Goodreads, it's a real book. So I it totally read, I read uh, my own book. I mean, I would say it counts. I read my uh, own book and I We'll, count we'll let it, it pass. We'll let it pass. I think that's I really amazing. I don't review it. I don't give it stars. I just click that I read it. Okay. I'm not that vain, <laughs> but, I, <laughs> but I did read it. Okay. Okay. So
1: for your summer wrap up, your top three books, top three books that you read this summer. My first one, the number one for me, is *Barbarian Lover*. Then I would probably have to say *Hookline and Sinker*, and then I would have to probably say uh, *The X Hex*. Those are like my top three summer reads that I have read. Mia, go.
2: My top three: *My Killer Vacation*. It's up there. It was hilarious. It yes, no, it will always be number one. Um, I realized that I read The Hating Game. I don't know if I want to include it in my top three, but so I would say, yeah, My Killer Vacation, Amy and Beth, and what's uh Loudmouth. That one was really funny because <laughs> this girl was lit loudmouth. Literally, the top title is Loudmouth, and this girl is someone who cannot, you know, like half the time can't shut up. So I'm like, yes, I, I...
1: You're like relatable.
2: (laughs) I I connect to you. (laughs) So like, and her voice was like really high pitched. That was one of the things that she talked about that she didn't really like. And I'm like, I understand the struggle. (laughs) So yes, those are my, my top three.
1: Oh my God. I
0: love it. Um, okay. So my top three would have to be, um, my brain went blank the darkness outside us is number one it will always be number one I cannot emphasize how much I absolutely love that story um then book lovers and then probably scarred by nice. my entire
1: that's a very very good mix I
2: like that yeah.
1: it's very it's very diverse in terms of genres it
2: feels I like yeah, it I read we it I got something oh different to bring to the table well, we way are,
1: way. we will make sure to put all of our top three recs into the show notes. If you want more, we'll probably put up a list on the TikTok somewhere of yes. all of the books we talked about today.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. There uh, are many. There, are, there many. are many.
1: We will not be <laughs> listing all of the 103 books that Rebecca read. If
2: no, would- <laughs> no, to- us. We're not even listening to
0: the 20 books I read. Like, if you want to keep up with the books I've read, just follow me on Goodreads because they change, obviously, daily. We all yeah. have Goodreads and we'll eventually link them somewhere. Well,
1: if you're looking mm-hmm. for our social handles, we'll have them all posted either in our TikTok uh, or link them to our personal TikToks. And we will, uh, I guess, meet to talk about something else. And on another day. On another day. So, all
0: right, we guys. Even, we don't even know. <laughs> It's a mystery to us, still. I know, right? Oh, my God. Oh, bye. Bye. Bye.
1: Want more from the bookish bitches?
2: Follow us on TikTok at Drinking Ink Podcast for updates on our newest episodes, releases, and behind the scenes chaos, or send us an email at drinkinginkpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Amazon, Google, Apple, and Spotify to get more bookish podcast fixes.
0: You can also follow our hosts on their personal accounts located in the show notes, along with full transcriptions of this episode and more. Stay thirsty, friends.